0: I'm a student business psychology and a TEDx organizer.
1: I'm uh, Miklas, I'm studi- student economics, law and business administration. I'm in my first year master and uh, I'm very pleased to uh, welcome Roman Iknokar today.
0: Yes, and welcome to all of you to the second season of Extra Time, the official podcast of TEDxKaedugen. Uh, you might have noticed we're actually with two podcast hosts here today. I'm joined by Miklas for a change, uh, instead of doing this alone. I now have the, the co-founder as well, together with me, we founded together, Teres kajer And now he's here to support me in, in uh, giving this podcast. Are you excited, Miklas?
1: Yes, yes, I'm very excited. It's, uh, I hope we can do this every week. We will receive some very interesting people. And today we're, we're going to talk about uh, the solar team uh, from the Kajer-Leuven. Which is yeah. our hometown, but uh, the guy I live in the. It's it's not the same as as every year due to Corona. So I don't I don't know what what did you do uh, this week, Julius?
0: Well, this week it was the the I think it was this week. My memory isn't that good, but uh, I think this week started the academic year, right? So it was the first week for everyone. And uh, actually, this year I'm in my second master, so last year, so I don't have many classes. I, my main, uh, I'm mainly occupied this year by my internship, which will take a lot of time. And of course, by, by this project, by TEDx. So, uh, I, it will be a busy year for me. And I did some moving as well because I moved to a new, uh, new cot in Dutch. It is called cot, which means a place where students live. Um, and yeah, so some exciting stuff. I'm really happy with my new place and, uh, my first week was actually very nice. I had some drinks as well with some friends. So with you as well, Niklas, if you remember.
1: Uh, I remember it was a long night, but I really liked it. We, we had our first meeting, our first TEDx uh, Kailheven meeting. Yes. A brand new team. Was very excited to, to get to know the new, uh, the new team members. Everyone is studying something different. So we, we have people who are studying film, people who are studying arts, graphic design, someone who is working already. Uh, people who are studying law, people who are studying economics. Uh, I'm very excited uh, for the new year. I re- I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, same same for me here. And, and how about you, Romani, because you're a student as well. Always nice to have a fellow student. Uh, yes. the, I say studio, but we're actually at home here, uh, just recording via Zoom. But how has your first week been?
2: Well, um, my first week has been uh, very exciting already, um, because um, as you might know, I'm a member of the Agoria Solar Team, Mm -hmm. and we won the European European Championship last weekend, so uh, this week was all about celebration and um, the start of the new academic year.
0: Yeah, congratulations, that's a really impressive impressive accomplishment for you guys, and must be a fun week, also to uh, because was it in the weekend that you uh, won the championship or?
2: Yeah, so the twenty-four hour solar race uh, took place um, on Saturday and Sunday.
0: Okay, nice. That's really nice. Yeah, it's it's called solar team, but today we don't see much much of sun. It's it's really ho- horrible weather today. Um, so I'm I'm glad we're we're inside here, but. Uh, but it sounds really nice the uh, the things that you do with the Warrior Solar team, and that was the reason that we reached out to you. Uh, I actually, um, for for people who don't know, I was in the same high school as you, Romani. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know either. <laughs> yeah, I think so, right? St. Barbara College, yeah.
2: Yes, yes, that's yeah. right.
0: You were uh, a year younger than me, I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, for the people who don't know it, maybe it's good to start asking what the Agor- Agoria Solar Team is and, and what you guys do.
2: So uh, the Agoria Solar Team is a team of engineering students at KU Leuven. Uh, We're competing to build the most innovative and efficient solar cars. And with these cars that we built from scratch, we um, participate in solar races all around the world. We have in in australia in chile um and in belgium al- uh, also uh, at circuit zolder um where the european solar uh, championship took place last weekend
0: yeah wow and uh, so you say it's a solar race um yeah it's a team to to win so there's a solar race competition and you guys ov- obviously the goal is to win it but is there a deeper mission to this project i'm I'm really interested in the why and the existence of of this initiative.
2: Well, obviously, uh, as a team of uh, engineering students, we want to build the best car and win these races. Uh, But obviously, there's also a deeper mission in our projects. Um, By developing these new cars, um, we tend to combine innovative ideas of bright engineering minds with uh, Belgian and international technology technologies, and uh, our team hopes to inspire the entrepreneurial minds of today's generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and with support of our partners, we're convinced that our team can act as a catalyst in the process of making commercial solar powered electric vehicles uh, available to the masses.
0: Wow, wow. That's a, that's an ambitious mission, and I think <laughs> you guys are, are really good on the way to, to accomplishing it. because. Uh, probably you noticed, because, but also uh, this weekend or at least this week, there was some good news as well for the city of Leuven in general, uh, which has been crowned the Innovative Capital of Europe. Uh, which is uh, I don't I don't think people talk about this enough, but it's it's a big honor for for our city. I say our city. I'm a student. I actually live somewhere else, but um, we are on the same list as. Uh, Madrid as Paris, I think, as Berlin as well. Um, so this is a big thing. And do, do you think that, that you guys contributed to that, to that, uh, to that um, yeah, to that, how do you call it? Yeah. As well,
2: I'm sure we all did as students at Kei Löwen. Leuven. Uh, Leuven is known for its university. Uh, there are a lot of students' projects. Um, that's contributed to this, to this achievement, but also all the startups in Leuven that, um, yeah, were important as well. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um,
1: uh, you told us you, you were started from scratch, but uh, I, I, I can imagine there is contributed a lot of uh, knowledge from the last years as well. So uh, did, do you communicate with the, the, the previous teams as well?
2: Well, that is one of our main... Um, goals. Um, Each two years we have a new team and each team tries to build a better car than the previous team. Um, But uh, this is a 15-month process and obviously we start by looking for the flaws in the previous car and asking for advice from our previous team members. So we have a very um, good alumni uh, working which we can always call or ask for advice. And we have uh, regular meetings where we show our new designs and get feedback. And um, so in this way, we try to avoid make uh, the same errors twice and only uh, go further in a positive direction.
0: And you really started from scratch for this European I-Lumen, I I think it was called, the I-Lumen European Solar Challenge.
2: Uh, no, actually uh, we uh, drove the Blue Point, the 8th Belgian solar car. Uh, that's the car that won the world championship in Australia as well. Um, but in preparation for this European solar challenge, uh, we really transformed the Blue Point. We worked hard for months from months, to um, change this car, which was designed for the long and straight roads in Australia. Uh, there's, I think, one turn in 3,000 kilometers. Um, into a real race car um, for this we developed our own electromotor this was for the first time and we improved aer- aerodynamics around the wheels to be able to accelerate and drive even faster on the track um, so this is our main this has been our main focus for the past months
0: mm, yeah and um, i, I want to uh, dive deeper in in this part specifically because there are probably one one hundred and one aspects that you have to take into account when entering a race like this. And this might be too big of a question, but how do you win a race like the BWSC, the uh, yeah, the the competition, the latest competition? What's what's the process? How is the the team dynamic, etc.? Yeah.
2: Well, um, besides the fast car, uh, which we made uh, thanks to these improvements, um, I think the other most important aspect is uh, preparation. Um, the past few weeks, we have been testing our car and training our pilots on Circuit Zoller under supervision of a professional race driver, Bert Longin. Um, something our comp- competitors didn't do or didn't have the chance to do. Um in this way, we were able to get a very clear view on the power consumption of our solar car on the track. And this in turn enabled us to develop an entirely new racing strategy. Um, for an example, during this 24 hour race, uh, all teams are allowed to charge their batteries twice during one hour, but actually we calculated that it would be more beneficial to uh, stop only once and use this extra hour Um, to drive extra laps and in this way, uh, win the 24-hour race.
0: 24-hour race. That's a hell of a long time.
2: Yeah, it was uh, quite an exhausting race, but the adrenaline uh, kept us going.
1: And who came up with the idea to only charge once an hour?
2: Um, Well, we have an entire team of um, strategists. Um, Me, myself, I'm one of the race engineers. Um, And uh, so after a long night of discussion and calculations, uh, the night before the race, actually, we decided to take uh, this chance and do something other teams didn't dare, I suppose.
0: And and you're convinced that that was the strategic point that made you win the competition this year
2: well i i think it um it really helped us um to win but uh, obviously our car was uh, in perfect shape and uh, this was also one of the main aspects that uh, helped us to victory
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and do you then in fact stay stay awake during the whole 24 hours is is that like a, a super long day for you guys i'm i'm wondering about so walk us through the day itself, the, the 24 hour process itself. How do you take posts? Do some people sleep and then take over?
2: Well, uh, actually, we arrived uh, at Zolder on Wednesday already uh, to set up our camps and our tents and our cooking facilities. Um, we had also the opportunity to meet other teams from a distance uh, due to Corona. Mm. Um, other years, this is a, it's more cozy. Um, but we we did have a chance to meet them and to see all the other cars. Um, on Thursday, we had a scrutineering. This is where our car uh, has to prove that it complies to all the regulations uh, to drive on the track. And on Friday, we had the qualifier. Um, this had also... Um, there's a whole scoring system in the 24-hour race, and we were able to grab some points uh, there. <clears throat> it's um, Qualifier was actually a dynamic parkour on the track. There were uh, cones placed um, to add, add extra challenge, and the goal was to um, do this as fast as possible. And then on uh, Saturday at noon, at one o'clock, um, the race started with the Le Mans start. Um, that means that the driver has to run and jump in the car and get and start as fast as possible.
0: Mm.
2: And then we really uh, started a 24 hour race. Our pilots obviously <laughs> didn't need their sleep um they were like allowed to drive two hours in a row that's one stint um and for the rest of the crew we have the pit crew they they had shifts of about six hours and then six hours sleep and then six hours again so um for them it it was quite exhausting but they had to stay sharp uh, in case of an emergency or flat tire or something like that but then uh, the race engineers the strategists um we actually stayed up all night because, yeah, it's, it's our, our moment. Uh, everything we've worked for and calculated, we want to follow up on the, on the process. So uh, we couldn't sleep and we stayed up.
1: And which are the other teams who participated? Where did it come from?
2: Well, um, obviously, due to uh, Corona, there were a little less teams than other um, editions. Most of the teams were from the Netherlands. Um, there was team Twente, team Eindhoven, top Dutch, um, all very, very good teams, uh, the top teams actually. Then some German teams and there was even a team from um, Morocco, I think, I'm not sure. Um, no, it was Turkey, it was Turkey. So uh, they had some great logistics uh, <laughs> challenges but they did manage to get in Belgium. So it was really nice to see that all these teams did so much effort to come to Belgium and drive the European Championship.
0: Yeah, it's, it's surprising how many, that, that you can get so many countries together in, in these times, right? So
2: Yeah, because there was also a Swiss team. So we had like 15 cars in total. And normally there would have been 25, but we were very happy that the race could still continue and our main competitors were there so that was most important for us.
1: Did everyone uh, end the race or did some people had technical issues?
2: Well there was uh, unfortunately solar team Aachen um, did have a technical issue. They had to be in the pits for I think two hours to fix the problem. Um, They slipped in, in one chicane and they went on their side uh, but there was no harm to the pilot or to the car so did they did manage to finish the race so uh, that was a nice achievement of them
0: okay so shout out to our uh, to our neighbors in the netherlands yeah. we actually have a few listeners from the netherlands as well uh you have this uh we have this this platform anchor where we and follow up uh, all of our listeners and we have so we talked about switzerland we have one percent of our listeners from switzerland we also have colombia Czech Republic, Argentina, Kenya—it's surprising how how many countries are uh, listening to this. Uh, so, uh, how did Switzerland do?
2: Uh, I think they did quite well. Um, yeah. their, their car looked good. Uh, they weren't in the top three, but they did—they uh, did very good.
0: Okay, okay, not in top three. Tough luck, Switzerland. Uh, <laughs> um i you mentioned a few of the phases that you go through when when you race and i couldn't help but notice it's very or i'm, I'm not an expert on formula one formula two competition but it's pretty similar i guess to the process that that goes into the professional racing uh, which has then obvious differences in in driving mechanisms uh, concerned to uh, compared to yours but how what's the difference on other points are you or is it or are the rules exactly adopted from those competitions?
2: Um, I think that besides the fact that we are driven by the sun and indeed the power mechanisms are different, uh, this race uh, at Solr, um was pretty similar to an F1, uh, or at least that was uh, the goal. Um, but I think that the biggest difference with these professional races is the mindset of the team members. First of all, we're all students. Of course, we want to win this race and we want to build the best car, but you have to understand that these achievements are only the results of very hard work. Each team works for about 15 months and this entirely voluntarily. Uh, We set aside a part of our personal lives, not just to win this race, but because we really want to convey a message, we want to show uh, to our generation the limitless possibilities of sustainable energy and show how cool it is what we can do with this technology. Uh, we built an awesome car and we won several races. And um, with, by doing this, we really want to convince our peers of what we're capable of with today's newest technologies.
0: Which is very important. And I think also an issue that has pushed to the back, has been pushed to the back a little bit, at least by by media communication with the COVID crisis. But um, yeah, I think, And that was also a question I wanted to ask you, is this part of a bigger global ambition and need to adopt a more sustainable mindset? And I guess the answer is yes to that. Um, and in the production then, is there also a lot of attention for sustainability is your production of the car, for example, completely CO2 neutral or how is that process?
2: Well, um, We try to do that and be as sustainable as possible, but um, to develop new technologies and to develop a new car, um, we use carbon fiber, and this is not entirely too (laughs) too neutral, but um, we really, really um, do our best to minimize our impact. And we believe that by conveying this message and building this car to show what it can do, we we do more than only minimize our own footstep. We we yeah. We really want to show that it's possible to do cool things and be ecological in the same way.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you study actually, what do you study? We we haven't mentioned this. Maybe that's. <sighs>
2: i'm an engineering student and uh, with a focus on computer sciences and electrical engineering Okay. and i will be uh, in my master's this year
0: okay and well to what extent from from your because i i guess sustainability or at least um, green energy is a part of your uh, curriculum as well Um, to what extent do you see this technology catching on in a commoditized way as well to what extent do you see cars driving on on solar panels on uh, um, is, is that there's, the future or uh,
2: there's actually a really good example of this of this um subject um there's a company in uh, the netherlands uh, it's called like your one and um it started from actually a team of solar car solar car team Um, And now they have really commercialized their solar cars. And um, we see that this startup is doing really well. Um, And we actually do believe that there's an important future for solar powered cars.
0: Okay, okay, cool. And your role in the team um, is, uh, I saw it on the side, but uh, but help me remind what what your function is.
2: Uh, Race engineer.
0: Race engineer. Which means?
2: The um, strategist. So I will be um, in cooperation with my colleagues, deciding what speed we will be driving at which time and where on the track or where in Australia. Um, this depends on weather conditions uh, on, the, um, on the road, on our battery level and, um, and what our other teams are doing actually as well.
1: Could you be, would you be able to drive in this weather? Because there is a not a, not a lot of sun
2: well um we have a battery um, that can um, yeah that contains energy, so if there's um, not so much sun, we can drive
0: how How is the car? Have you been able to sit in it? Is it comfortable
2: <laughs> yeah actually i uh, I have uh, been driving it a few times um, because our car is so small, the pilots have to be quite small as well and uh, wh- i'm one of the few team members that fits in it and it was a, a crazy experience um, and i wasn't able to drive during the race but uh, because i was a strategist and uh, i had to be in pits. but uh, it's an amazing experience to drive this car
1: what's the maximum speed of, of a car like, um,
2: i know that um we have reached one 130 kilometers an hour once oh. uh, obviously it's not allowed to drive the speed on uh, normal roads so usually we drive during a race we drive uh, 90 to 100 kilometers an hour but you have to do, know that this is a very light car so if you're driving it, it feels like you're driving way faster mm.
0: so you sit in this car and what, what does it look like? Try to give us a mental image. How is the surroundings? Can you operate it? Is there a steering wheel? I think there is obviously, but...
2: Yeah, um, so it's a really tiny cockpit. Um, and um, there is a, a steering wheel, but there is actually no gas pedal because it's an electromotor. You have to um, set your set point or your speed with uh, buttons on the steer. And you, you have a mechanical brake but usually we use our regenerative brake uh, and this is also with a button on the steering wheel. And um, one of the other main differences is that you're constantly in radio contact with uh, the pits or with the um, following car.
0: Hmm. During during the race, uh, so you were not in the car after all, there was a, a professional racer or someone of the team to, to yeah. drive on the day itself?
2: Um, Sorry. So um, we have uh, Bert Longin, it's a professional race driver and uh, he has been a, comp- a company he has been driving for us for several years now um, he's also from Leuven he has been coaching all our um, pilots because we also have team members that drive the cars um, and he has been coaching us and from time to time he drives a race with us uh, he's a really good driver so we're lucky if he, uh, if he helps us
0: and in uh, F1 and F2, the, there's often the danger aspect to it, right? Um, the, the high speeds and the, the um, so the curves that are sometimes really sharp to take. Um, was there during the race, during the 24 hours, ever a moment of stress, of panic, of anxiety um, for crashes, for technical problems, stuff like that?
2: Well, we did have a little technical uh, fault in the in the testing phase. Uh, the, on Friday, there was some open track time where all teams could uh, do some final testing. And um, there we had changed something um, with our regenerative brakes. Um, so uh, Bert, Bert was driving at the time, and uh, so he he slipped a little bit f- off the road. Um, so we were we were quite concerned that we would be harm to the pilot or to the car. But uh, luckily there was nothing nothing with the pilot was most important and nothing with the car. So um, then there's a red flag on the circuit and all teams have to go to pit box and the towing vehicle is uh, ready to help our of car out. So it was safe at all times, but like in a professional race, things can happen if the driver is not prepared. Um, or if we're driving too fast
0: and you're in contact with the driver as well
2: yeah at all times so um, we're in walkie-talkie contact so we can directly ask if something's wrong or if he's not feeling well um, then he can come into the pit box at all times
0: i'm really surprised how professional this is i didn't expect it and uh <laughs> Well did it when so you joined last year already or when did you Yes
2: join? I joined in uh, June 19
0: And how did you come up with this what was your motivation to join and and how did you join
2: Well uh, 15 months ago I heard that the Agoria solar team was uh, recruiting new members and at the time I was looking for uh, an extra challenge to um combine with my engineering studies to some of our skills into practice and I had been exploring other other opportunities uh, or um, student associations. But I think that this one really stands out because it combines a lot of aspects. Uh, First of all, teamwork, uh, 15 months is long and very intense, Um, but also the networking possibilities. We have over 150 partners um, from Belgium mostly. Uh, and a lot of team members go work there afterwards because these these companies are so amazing and want to help us in every step of the way. And uh, lastly, the, the adventure of a race, it's not only designing or not only teamwork or not only soft skills, but there's a real adventure aspect to it as well. And that was really appealing to me.
0: How was the and and you obviously make make some interesting friends as well probably how is the yeah yeah i I noticed you're the only girl in the team which is uh which is maybe not so not so surprising in, in studies such as business engineering um how is how is the team dynamics on that part do you do you guys have some team activities after a race um
2: well um we spend a great amount of time together uh, at our offices in Leuven or in our workspace, um, fixing the car or yeah, working together. But obviously there are also, there are also time for fun activities. And after the race, we had a small um, victory party, small till so one o'clock <laughs> due to Corona. But uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we are actually a, a group of friends after this year, and uh, we all have the same interests. We're all engineering students. Um, so that's quite cool.
1: Which, which role did the Kaya Leuven play in, in the story? Did they just support you or did they, they manage everything?
2: Um, well, we're quite independent, in fact. Um, our project is in, uh, uh, well, it's in collaboration with the Kai Leuven, obviously. And we, they, they offer us uh, office space, which is really handy. Um, and we also have a coach at Kai Leuven that helps us with teamwork. Um, but we're quite independent in our um, everyday work
0: yeah and and 100 what was it 150 partners that's crazy
2: yeah
0: yeah what is and
2: each year there are new ones but we also have some reliable partners from over the years
0: what is your working budget what does a car uh, a a um, yeah middle what is average average <laughs> car what does it cost the? To produce Well, it's,
2: it's difficult to say uh, how much exactly because we get a lot of sponsoring in, um, in materials and other stuff, but um, the budget uh, in total would be over 1 million euros to do the designing and de- development of this car, yes.
0: Wow, that's crazy. That's a, That that must feel like some responsibility as well, right? To,
2: <laughs> it to is. To not drop
0: something, to not... Yes has there been any any drops of, of oh this no, new, no 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 no
2: drops we're always
0: and, then, and then, no okay. we're
2: always very careful because um one of our solar panels is a multi-junction panel uh, as i mentioned and uh, these are the panels that are used in um in in space as well on satellites and are very efficient um and this is a very expensive part so when we're during the year when we're not racing we, we use a normal solar panel a solution panel um, that's less expensive so we take our precautions
1: and do, do you have every material twice uh, like a spare one if something breaks during the race um,
2: of, normally we do of uh, every um, part but not of the solar panel it's <laughs> too expensive
0: i'm i'm nodding here when when you talk about multi-junction panels uh, and and all the parts of your car but actually not quite an idea what it all means, but, uh, if you can just, um, innovation is a, is a big part of the process, uh, and every optimization helps to get the solar car, the, the extra few seconds you need to win a competition. Um, you used the blue points, the same car that won the world competition last year. And you mentioned a bit of the parts, uh, already, um, but how is this car in, in understandable terms? And maybe, uh, I will ask you if, if we don't understand some parts, but how is this car different in design and production compared to the previous cars, which is the punch one, the punch two, the Yumi cars, for example.
2: Well, as I explained previously, um, there are different steps in, the, in the process of building a solar car. The first one is to find the flaws. And then the design. And in this design phase, we really split our team up into departments. Uh, One focuses on the aerodynamics, the other focuses on the energy aspects, the electrical aspects, and the other one focuses on the mechanical aspects. Um, The most important aspect in the design phase is, I think, the aerodynamic shape of the car. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is also the biggest difference that you can see with your eyes, with uh, the Yumi car, for example. Um, But even though it might not seem that these cars change a lot over the years, uh, (laughs) if you look inside the car, the electrical components or the mechanical systems, um, they improve every year. Um, And I think that this is why we're still one of the best teams in the world. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) that's a cool thing to
2: say (laughs) it is
0: yeah the concerning the ice part if people haven't uh, already opened it on their browser be sure to look up ahuria solar team and you get a whole list of the cars and they actually quite funny shape that they are it's uh it's it's really small um if, if if you would talk about a F, or compared to f1 f2 you would imagine like a, a beautiful long car with big wheels but there there aren't even big wheels it's it's like it seems like little wheels on your shopping cart um uh this is there was for me the first striking thing how small it is and i couldn't help but wonder aren't the f1 f2 cars too big or is it isn't it comp- is it not comparable at all or or, um, yeah, I'm just wondering, why is is there such a big difference in size compared to the non-solar vehicles?
2: Well, obviously, we we have um, the regulations. Um, they tell us how much energy we can take with us in our battery at the start of a race. And uh, the goal is to uh, drive as much as possible laps or as much as mo- possible kilometers in a certain amount of time. Um, and so the... Um, less your car consumes the better and due to simulations we know that smaller cars are better um, uh, energetically than uh, bigger cars and this is why we are so small Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: what is for you the most exciting part of of being a part of the, the ohuria solar team what is for you the uh, the funnest moment, if if you work, w- because I think you the preparations is a whole year that you work on the championship. Yes. For you, the most memorable thing of this journey.
2: Um, for me, as a race engineer, um, we work towards the race uh, the entire year. Um, for other team members, that's not really the case. They're more focused on building the car itself, and for them, the The most important moment is when the car drives for the first time for example or when they see that all parts fit together but for us um, as strategists I think that when your plans really come to life and you see that your idea that you had was disruptive or innovative um, compared to other teams and you can see that even if you had the best car and you had a very bad strategy we um, you, you, you really make a difference and for me that was the most important thing during this project that was the, the trust of my team members and the responsi- responsibility um, to define our tactic um, that was really cool for me
1: Will you do the same uh, function next year or are you applying for something else
2: Well um, the, um, the solar team is more of a two year thing so um, you're a member for two years and then you're an alumni um, because it's really intense. Um, most people stop their studies as well for a year to prepare for this race. Um, so it's not something you can keep on doing. You, you can be still really, uh, you can keep on helping the, t- the new team and keep on giving advices or go on a test day or on, in production, but it's not, you can not stay an active member for longer than twenty-two years.
0: So you have one year to go.
2: Um, yeah, it's it's more of fifteen months actually. Uh, so now I'm ready. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. And then then what's next for you? Is is this something you want to keep doing? Engineering course is.
2: Um, so first of all, I will be finishing my master's degree in engineering, and this will obviously my, be my main focus. Coming two years. But I'm always open to new adventures and um, challenging new opportunities. So I'm sure that I will be looking for a new project very soon. Uh, If you know something for me, please contact me.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. And check out people um, listening. Check also out the... Or actually, where can people follow Horia Solar Team? What are the platforms that you guys are active on?
2: Well, we're very active on uh, Instagram, uh, but it's also on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media channels, and our uh, website. You can uh, subscribe to our newsletter if you want some um, uh, new information about our team and what we're busy doing.
0: And we will, uh, we will follow will subscribe, for sure. Uh, thank you very much, Romani, for this conversation. Uh, you're uh, very interesting uh, and Actually, it went very, uh, very smooth, this, this, uh, this talk. And you know a lot about it, so it was wonderful to talk to you and to talk to fellow students. We have uh, had some adults as well, but it's always nice to have a student. Uh, uh, so thanks for this interview. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hear of you or we'll see of much of you on the Horeo uh, Solar team platforms and beyond. So uh, thanks.
2: Thank you.
0: We're looking forward for the next race, which is?
2: Well, uh, that's not very sure. We're hoping to go to uh, South Africa very soon. Uh, normally, I would have been there now, racing the Sassel Solar Challenge, but due to corona, it has been uh, um, moved to February. So now we're looking uh, if we can still go. Hopefully, hopefully we can, uh, because then I will be um, taking part in the race as well.
0: If you. All the best Yeah, if you need some supporters, uh, (laughs) communicate and um, we'll be there with the TEDx team. All right. Thanks, Melanie and uh, uh, Romani, and and see you.
2: Thank you. Yeah,
0: cheers. Season 2, episode 1 is a fact, a new season, people, which means new interesting speakers with a new co-host this has been my first episode with miklas i hope to do much more with him and we will switch in doing this outro talk um, one one by one so this is me now next episode you'll hear him and as usual follow and subscribe to receive weekly updates on our episodes and we will catch you around thanks cheers our music producer is Paul a bit See link in bio.